Hey you lonely girl, I know you want to be happy and feel loved in your marriage. I bet you're discouraged and feel rejected with the silence, avoidance, and lack of communication. Hey, I'm Jennifer. I too have felt loneliness and disappointment, especially in my marriage. I wanted unity and honest conversation, but the reality was nothing ever changed. But I kept trying harder because I was afraid to fail and disappoint God. But then I realized I couldn't disappoint God, and I found healing through honest communication with Him. This is the Honest Ugly Podcast, where you will find grace, freedom, fulfillment, and joy as you grow in your friendship and intimacy with the one who knows your needs and meets them. Pull on your shoes, I'll grab my dog Mia, and let's go for a little walk in the sunshine. Hey guys, so guess who just recorded a 15-minute podcast and realized she didn't have everything set up right, so it didn't even record. Yes, yes, that would be me, yours truly, here at the Honest Ugly Podcast. Okay, so we're here today to talk about six tips to calm your anxious heart. And I got through saying everything I wanted to say to you guys, and then I went back to post it and realized, are you kidding me? Where is it? And so then I just had this thought, I'm just not even going to do it. I, I don't know why I think like that, but that's what I did. And then I realized that the enemy, of course, doesn't want you to have these tips. <laughs> so here I am again. We're going to talk about many panic attacks and overwhelming meltdown panic attacks and six tips to calm your anxious heart to help you maybe get through those things a little easier. So for the last few years, I have experienced anxiety and I hadn't in years before that or if I did, I just pushed it away and didn't acknowledge it. I don't I don't know. Maybe looking back, the tension in my chest and things, maybe I did have a little bit of anxiety. But I so controlled it that I never really let it consume me. But the last few years really took its toll on me. And if I look back at my experience with anxiety and panic attacks, I can honestly say that for me personally, they always came when I had this fear of unknown the unknown or fear of maybe what people might think or just this need of approval that I've struggled with. But anytime it was always on unfamiliar territory, like my security was, was shaken my, the ground that I'd always stand on, the things I'd always known, the places I put my identity in were just shaken up quite a bit. And so when my life just felt like it was shattered and I didn't know what to do, worry can come in and panic and just If you've experienced anxiety at all, then you know little bitty things can trigger it. But when I look back at over or look back over the season that anxiety was such a big deal for me, I realized that it was really just a lack. It was rooted in a lack of control. Like I am not in control, which causes fear and all these other things, but I'm not in control of my circumstances. I'm not in control of other people. I'm not in control of what happens. I'm just not in control. And for a recovering control freak, apparently, um, that's what I have been, I guess. When that's ripped out from under you, it's just hard to navigate. And what I realized or what I had to come to realize was that, okay, I can't control anything except I can control how I respond to all of this. I can control how I respond to it mentally. I can control how I respond to triggers. I can control how I respond physically. 
And so that's what I'm here today to give you guys just six tips to help you respond well when when anxiety creeps up. I just want to give you a little tidbit when I when I say I understand anxiety and panic attacks, just so you know that I do understand. It got so bad with me that I actually ended up in the ER because I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Now, people who have experienced some of the things I've walked through and just friends that have dealt with anxiety, they assured me it was probably just anxiety and a panic attack. But because it was new for me and because there is cardiovascular stuff that runs in my family, I was another just level of fear. I was afraid. I I didn't want to have a heart attack at my age. I didn't want to not get checked out. And so I did. I landed in the ER and apparently I had the most beautiful EKG that guy had seen in a while. And I was physically fine, but apparently was dealing with high levels of stress and anxiety. So when I say I get where you are, I do, I get where you are. Of course, we don't always walk the same paths and our circumstances aren't the same, but the physical struggle of anxiety and what it does to our body and mind um, is very, very similar. So I'm here to help you with six tips that I personally do. I actually had to do right before I got on this podcast. And the reason I jumped on today to think I could share it was because I was on this business course and it was just overwhelming. I don't know all the tech stuff. I need help. I don't know who to ask. Just certain things that are beyond my skill set, beyond my capability. And there's just unknown with it. It's unknown territory. I'm unfamiliar with it. I can't control things in it. I don't, I'm just, I I just don't know. Um, I'm not in control of it. And so it just caused a lot of overwhelm for me. So I got off that business course and I practiced some of these things I'm going to talk to you about today and I calmed down a little bit and then some a friend popped into mind so I started praying for that friend and I felt anxious all over again and I have this habit sometimes of when I pray for friends I can pick up their emotions of what they're dealing with like whatever whatever reason God brings them to mind to pray over I sometimes can pick up that emotion they're struggling with if I don't have um a really clear grasp on realizing this is an invitation to pray into that, not to pick up other people's emotions. But I had to really walk through that today. After praying for this specific person, I felt really anxious and confused and scattered. And I knew I felt anxious for my business course, but I knew I didn't really feel scattered. I felt a little bit confused over this stuff, but I just knew all the emotions weren't mine. So I just had to give that back to the Lord, say, okay, I'm praying for this person but I'm not going to pick up their emotion, right? And so then I thought, I'm going to hop on and talk to my listeners about some tips on what they can do when they're feeling anxious and their heart is just chaotic and they need to have some calm. So the first thing I do, my first tip for you is to invite God's spirit to help. I mean, just a simple, God, help me. God, help me. God, help me. God, can you meet me in this place? Can you be strong through my weakness? Can you just show up and show off? Like I can't. Um, deal with this or I don't know how to deal with this or if you want me to do deal with this you need to show me how but basically God I need your help just come to him and acknowledge that we're desperate for your help here the second thing I do is calm my my physical body whether that's with a walk or just I pause and do a little stretch routine I just get my body moving Um, I grab my essential oils, I grab my all-natural calming little pill, and I just do whatever I can do to release tension and anxiety and just to get my body moving because that always seems to bring a calm to me. And the calmer my body is, 
the physical response that our body has to anxiety is really, really high energy. And so whatever I can do to release some of that and to calm my body, it helps me to calm my mind and spirit as well. It like follows that. And the third thing I do is I speak truth over myself. I remember what I know is true. Even if I don't feel like it's true in the moment, I remember with my mind and I tell my heart to believe what is true. Like I know God will never leave me or forsake me. I know his children never go without what their their needs are. I know that he's rejoicing over me with singing. I know that I'm chosen and approved. And I just know certain truths from scripture. And I also know how God has shown up for me in the past. Now, sometimes I can't remember how God has shown himself faithful to me when I'm in the middle of chaotic anxiety mode, but I can ask God to show me those things. I can ask God to remind me of his character. I can ask God to bring truths to my mind that I've already known before. So I just start speaking that truth over myself. The fourth thing I do is I take deep breaths of prayer. Um, There was a time in my life a year or so ago where I just would be double over and I would be unable to breathe. I thought I might be suffocating And I would just, I would grab my chest and I would just pray as I inhaled deeply and exhaled deeply. And I would say the words out loud, Lord, I inhale trust and I exhale fear. I inhale peace and I I inhale peace and I exhale anxiety. And whatever words and emotions the Lord would bring to my mind, I would just offer that as breaths of prayer. Like I inhale you, God, and I exhale you know, my flesh, I inhale trust again, I exhale worry, I inhale what the truth is you've spoken over my kids, and I exhale being, you know, worried about them, whatever it is, um, is specific for that situation, I just use it as a, a breathing exercise of prayer. The fifth thing I do is I acknowledge everything that comes to my mind and all the emotions, like so many times in my life, I would tell myself how I should feel. For example, something simple. If I felt ungrateful about something, instead of saying, God, I know I should be thankful for that. Like lots of people in my situation would be thankful for that. I know I should be thankful. But what I've learned over the years is that God isn't asking me to put more shoulds on myself. He's asking me, he's inviting me to come to him in all honesty so I can bring those dark places out into the light so he can ha- so he can actually heal them. So instead of putting more shoulds on myself or speaking more action steps over myself that I should do, I just acknowledge to the Lord, like, I, I'm ungrateful here, God. I, I release that to you. I am angry here, God. I give that to you. I am whatever the emotion is, and I give it to the Lord. Now we talk a lot sometimes in Christian circles about giving it to God and not picking it back up. But sometimes we, we give it to God without acknowledging it, without letting ourselves truly resonate with the truth that we feel that way. But we can't just push it away. We can't act like it's not there. We can't just say, okay, God, I can't handle this. God, you take care of it. We can say that, but we have to acknowledge it in truth. Like here, God, I feel this and you're going to have to do something about it. I release it to you. I, I know I can't do anything about that. But we have to acknowledge the emotion that's true first instead of just telling ourselves of how we should be, if that makes sense. The sixth thing I do is when, I, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I ask myself, the spirit inside of me, 
could, you know, because God's spirit tells us all kind of mysteries we do not know. And he guides us in the way, you know, of truth everlasting. And he, um, says, this is the way walk in it. So when I say, I ask myself, I'm asking the spirit inside of me to guide me and to show me. So I do, I ask myself, what can I do right now with what I have? Okay, what can I do with the resources I have right now? What can I do with the time I have right now? What can I do with the help I have right now? Like I can't control tomorrow. I can't control the next day. I might not can even control what happens in an hour. But what is the good that I can do right now? And sometimes that's just practicing the tips that I've already mentioned. Sometimes it might be writing in my journal. Sometimes it might be an action step of just paying a bill, just getting something done, just doing what I've put off, whatever it is, whatever the Holy Spirit brings to my mind when I ask him, what is the good I can do right now? What can I do with the resources I have right now? That's all I can control is how I'm responding to right now. So anyway, those are my six tips. I will just do a quick little recap for you. I invite God's spirit to help me. I do whatever I can do to calm my physical body. I speak um, truth over myself. I use these deep prayer exercises of inhaling and exhaling. I acknowledge truthfully the emotions that I'm feeling and I release them to God. And I do what I can with what I have. I would love to hear from you if you experience anxiety or panic attacks um, because what works for you may help some of our listeners. Um, It may help me. These things I've mentioned might not be your go-to things. Um, And so I would love to hear from you. You can private message me on Instagram, Facebook. You can join our private Facebook community. Those links are in the notes. And if you would like some help walking through how to calm your anxious heart, over the long term by getting to know your belief system and getting to really dig out what you really think about God and and about yourself because you want to move forward with less anxiety and more freedom in Christ. I am offering coaching sessions. You can find that link below too to schedule a session. Anyway, glad you were here today and I will talk to you soon. I absolutely love meeting you guys here, but I did it again. I always seem to do all the talking, especially here in this space, but I want to hear from you. It's a highlight to hear the honest parts of what's on your heart. So go click the link in the show notes to join our Facebook community where you can chime in about this specific episode. If you're encouraged here listening to the Honest Ugly podcast, be sure and subscribe and share with a friend. I'll talk to you guys soon. But before we leave, say this with me. I am fully known and deeply loved. Nothing I do will make God love me more and nothing I do will make him love me less.